Hey, this is Sam. And Jasmine. So you're still here, alive. Yeah, and I'm here. You still live. In okay. fact, there's a comment. Someone mentioned that you moved out of the house. Which shocked me because, I, but no, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, that was, was not, a rumor. There were, there were no plans of me leaving either. That was a rumor going around that Jazz moved out of the house, but it wasn't because of the podcast. Nobody admit it was because of something else. I wonder. So I wonder how that started. Oh my goodness. So what are you doing? Um, well, how are you doing? Good. Uh, working. Still working. Um, very busy. I work at a grocery store, and so um, March was pretty. Pretty hectic, March through April, but it's 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 doing good now. Um, it's going better now. It's a lot more normal. Right. So that's nice. Um, I did school. I took one class this semester, and then I'm taking the summer off and just working and honestly just enjoying uh, just a break because I have been <clears throat> either like working really hard or studying really hard for the past like year and a half, or sometimes doing nothing very hard. No. Okay. Not nothing, but um, just doing that for a long time. So I think having a normalish summer is pretty nice. Yeah, that's true. You have to have a yeah. normal summer. And then, you know, then I'm gonna go back to you know school and stuff in the fall. So yeah, that's kind of what I've been up to. Well, you're getting back into karate. Yep, jujitsu finally. I literally am just starting to go back this week. Um, so yeah. And getting in friends and church yep. and you know all Hanging that kind out. of stuff. Yeah, I love having the freedom to do that with working, of course, but having the freedom to. This is a good go segue, by the way, when we're talking. Yeah, is it? Go ahead, yeah. All right. You well, love being freedom, the freedom. The free, the, well, yeah. So that's nice. Yeah, and so part of that freedom kind of you have now is you go to a different church, right? Yeah. You know, how many, all the years growing up, we all went to the same church, whether mm -hmm. it was in Florida, in Buxton, Maine, or Flyer Branch, Georgia, or mm -hmm. Talma, Georgia, right? Yep. But now you're kind of on your own. Where are you going now? I go to Hebron Church. And what, so do, what do you do there? What's I, your role there? What, what are some of the things you you do? Well, I've known of the people. I've known the people there for forever because my I used to go to Hebron Church's college program. Yep. So, or not college program, their karate program. Mm -hmm. So I would, um, I, I, I've done that for like six years. So I'm very, um, I know a lot of the people there really well, but now I go to the church and so it's just kind of seeing all of them again. So I've been there since December and now I play... Uh, the keyboard for their college ministry so that's a lot of fun i really enjoy it i haven't lately because uh because of like quarantine and everything they've moved well they took a break for a while and then they did everything online and now we're doing everything outside and it's really hard to get a keyboard outside mm. so or they just hadn't done that yet so hopefully soon well it's kind of like so in that decision you're kind of like starting to make the break from the family so to speak not make yeah, the so break, but I mean, this is this is small decisions you're making that are on your own, apart from what we're telling you or we told you in the past. You're mm -hmm. kind of kind of going on your own, which the kind of topic t title is kind of parenting in fear, uh, or kind of parenting with having the having fears about it. And sometimes as parents, we kind of even when they're young, we kind of hover over a lot because we're afraid of something happening to our kid and they're going to mess up and they're going to make bad choices and you know all that kind of thing and you know sometimes i think even uh, you know i don't know some parents like this out there you know you're 20 uh even decision of changing churches can you know maybe some parents maybe us in a different season would say 
kind of out of fear. Well, no, this is a family thing, and you know, you're making your own decisions, and there's a fear there sometimes of, yeah. oh, well, we got to kind of hover and protect and make sure, and you know, you always got to fall under the family umbrella, you know. Mm-hmm. But things change, and so even this decision, you're kind of you may have made that on your own. Actually, well, kind of. I was we funny. encourage you. You encourage. That's what I was saying. You y'all you guys encouraged me, because um, I wasn't sure. And they were like, I think you should you should try to look somewhere else if, if that's where you feel like you need to go. Because I was I had thought that's about true. it, but I hadn't like made the decision. But once I told my parents about it, they were like, you should you should look for something else if that's what you feel like uh, you need to do. So they encouraged me in that. And then I told them about Hebron and just my involvement there. And they were like, oh yeah, that's great, that's an awesome, awesome, awesome thing. And in doing the new yes, doing the new karate, mm-hmm. yeah. That for me was my first big decision. I think is switching karate schools because I hadn't done that for me drastic of a change because uh, Hebron School of Karate had been a huge part of my life for six years, so. Making that switch was probably like the biggest decision I had made, and so after that, I was like, "Oh, okay." The tendency to parents, like, with parents, like I said, is to jump in and make sure, "Oh, you're making the right decision," and really be kind of hovering over to, you know, help make sure they're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's that, there's that fear, parenting and fear that sometimes happens, and I think that it starts when they're younger. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, you know when they're really young, you have to mold and shape and, and form them. You know, teenagers, especially in teenage years, there's a lot of parenting out of fear when they're teenagers. Right, and that turns into like an extreme, like extreme of micromanaging, like the extreme part, where you're not making room for like the relationship part. That's that's where the kind of the fear takes over, because then you have the rules and you have all the stuff, which is great, but you focus so much on the rules that you forget that you know they're they're human too, and they need that relationship, they need those fun times, they need the you know investment so what do you think some examples uh put you on the spot a bit what do you think what are some examples or some ways that we've done that in the past where we've yeah a little bit overboard there um you know i'm not going to be uh you know you're not going off the deep end and being rebellious Uh, you know certain things that we would maybe say to you that would you can be honest too yeah that yeah whoa (laughs) I mean, where did that come from? I mean, that right. really showed you that there was some fear in our hearts. Is there something right. you remember us saying or doing or a pattern of parenting? Mm-hmm. There, you remember? Were, there were never big things. There were always little things. And that, I think, is what mattered more because the little things were like, no, you can't, don't, you know, you can't do this because I said so when I was like 14 or 15 or 16 even. And it was like, oh. Okay, cool. Was it like saying certain words? Yeah, it was like, like saying certain words and just um, like li- again, little things like that where it's it's not a big deal, but you still want to maintain the authority. I guess that's what it seemed to me anyway. It was like they're just trying to make sure that they keep their authority because I'm somewhat growing up. Well, no, you know what the mindset is though. I just thinking about this, like saying the words. Hey, you used to say, hey, can I say this word? Oh, yeah. And there was this fear, like, well, if we start that, there, that was a big one. if it starts with that, then what's she gonna say? And it... then what? Ha- or what, something you watch a movie? Oh my goodness! Okay, yeah, that was that. Was, I, no, I thought we were doing t- teenage years. Well, but... that too, that too. But I mean, that stuff also happens when you're teenagers. Well, the thing is, you know, younger kids going back to like maybe eight to ten, they they have a lot of questions. So, and I had a lot of questions about stuff, and there were certain questions that I was kind of afraid of asking because I was like, I'm just gonna, I mean, they're just gonna freak out 
so I'm just gonna not ask. Like the word thing. Like it was it was it was it even it was like darn or something. Yeah. That's why that's that's what I'm saying. It was like a very or small gosh. thing. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like so I would ask and dad would be like, Don't don't say that like ever and stuff like that. And I was like I if I just you see wouldn't me, ask. I'm embarrassed putting yeah, my I hand know. in my face. I mean, well, but now it's different, but I think that came from, like, fear and stuff, and then things that I would watch, that we'd watch. I think you would skip, like, in kids' movies, like, just two, a guy and a girl, whether, no matter how old they are, if they, like, look at each other and that music plays, y'all would skip it. Now, that was more your mom, because she would say, That's... I don't want you, Dennis, to get those feelings, the romance romance feelings. That was yeah. the fear. Now, Which that was fine. That was kind of legit. Yeah. But, but I then think... I got scared and got really hard on myself until I was like 15. Like I would I would feel this anxiety every time I felt a little tiny bit of a romantic a romantic scene coming on and I would leave the room on my own. <clears throat> All right, so, you, so I got scared. So t- okay, so tell the younger tell your parents, tell us like we were younger and starting off when we were 8 9 years old. What is it that you wish we would have done differently? Um, that it's not, it's not, the focus isn't so much on the rules part as far as that goes. We did kind of just say no, not that. Right, absolutely not. Like, there was a black and white, absolutely not. Because then I thought, like, any kissing was, like, bad and evil for a while. So, but there's balance. There's, like, a, that's a whole other thing. But it did lead to you thinking that. See, the thing is, maybe we had the right thing to do. Yeah, you did. We did the right thing. The way we executed was wrong. <laughs> and, and I but, didn't know. But that ingrained something in your mind right. for many years, right? See, yep. that, see, when you parent in fear, sometimes you're ingraining your kids with thoughts that you didn't intend. Right. Because uh, well, I By told the way, mom, hold on. That was, that was really wise, by the way. I know. Sorry. I told mom about what I would do whenever like a somewhat romantic scene come up. And I'd be, like, I'd be so scared. I'd just run away and then like come back. <laughs> and did? mom, yeah, you would, mom you would. said, I had no idea. Who told you about that? And I was like, I don't know how I how that came. I just, I don't know. It just happened because mom, dad, and you guys had no idea that was going through in my head. Now this is the thing now with Jonathan, he's sixteen. You know, there's some things you watch with him, and no, you guys skip skip certain parts. But it's not because out of fear. It's because that's just not right. We don't want him to. You know, we know what's there. He knows what's there. We're not trying to hide it from him. We they are don't saying, want to watch it. Yeah, it, it's it's just wrong to watch. Right. But it's not because we fear if he watches it, then. That's it's the just, difference. Right? Yeah. Because now, like, what I'm saying is that there's so much focus. And because I'm the oldest, it's a little different. Because now, anything that I had wa- that I watch, now, really, not anything, but Isabel's fine with watching. And Jonathan's fine with watching. And so, yeah. But that's that's just an older oldest sibling thing, I think. It's the oldest child thing. They, you guys are you know, the guinea pigs. I mean, yeah. You guys are the test case. Yeah. How I do, didn't ask for this, by the way. You do remind, you remind us of that. You I do. Us. You have <laughs> reminded us of that more than once. Uh, so, I guess how, what do you think? How can parents identify if they're parenting in fear? Like I wonder what, how they can figure that out. Well, if you have if you There's have anxiety. that fear, if you fear about how they're gonna be when they're older, and this is why I'm gonna make the decision because I don't want them to go down the rails because they watched a guy and a girl just look at each other. It's how your mind runs. Right, and if like, you if it's like, oh my gosh, I, I I can't function if we don't do this with my with this kid. You know how I know is when like the heart races and yeah. like you get it's really like anxiety and nervous. Mm-hmm. 
See, I think that's, you know, there's like this literal fear that comes. See, for me, and I know for mom, there's a literal fear that comes over. Mm-hmm. Like fear. <gasps> when you have that feeling, you have fears, mm-hmm. and you're going to parent that way. Well, the thing is, too, if you have those fears and you don't handle it then, then when they're older and 16, when other fears come that are actually more legit, how are you going to handle that? So if you don't train yourself here, then you'll be doing the same thing then, and that's going to harm the relationship even more. What is it mom says? She's like, you know, what you practice in the home is what you're going to do outside the home. So if you're going to be fearful here in the home about that stuff, then when they're older and making their own decisions that you maybe not agree with in some way but aren't bad, yeah. then then that's just not going to be good. Then that'll lead to grudges and stuff. Yeah, because if you parent a certain way out of fear when they're young, and you still do that when they're older, that right. there's conflict. Well, because making you're starting yeah. to make your own. You're starting to kind of make your own thing, mind about things. Right. There's healthy fear, but making your but it's biblical. Making decisions, any decisions out of just straight fear is is not not good. Any any decision. So I wonder how we can stop that. And, and, and I think I'm mm-hmm. trying. I mean, as I a parent, know. how can we stop that? And that you would know. But see, for me, um, I think that we really have to sometimes as parents, it sounds really kind of vague and cliche, but I think we really have to take a step back sometimes. Oh, yeah. And say, is that really a big deal right Look now? at the big picture. Like, is, just be like, okay, this is me from the outside perspective. How what much, is this looking yeah, like? How, yeah, how, how when I clamp down and say, you can't say that word when you're nine years old. Darn. Okay. Yes, maybe you don't want them to say that word, right. right? But how you approach it is key. It's very important. Because I was scared to ask questions gonna, for a while. Kids are going to sense it. They're going right. to sense, whoa. I'm not going to ask. I can't do that. Because then they're going to ask their friends and stuff, which I never did, which I, I don't – it wasn't important to me. I've Some things are, though. <clears throat> yeah. Like about other things that we may clamp down on. Well, now, but when I was little, nothing really bothered me. I was just like, oh, well, this is what they said, and I'm just going to have to do it, or I'll get punished. So (laughs) that was my mentality. So I just kind of would go about my little life and just live my best seven-year-old life. You know what's funny? Yeah, and the fear fear is this. How did you you say it earlier? Okay, you see something romantic scene when you're young, and then all of a sudden it's that, and then it's that, that, like the whole kind of dominoes fall. By the way, your kid when they're eight nine years old and they that that romantic scene thing again nothing huge just kind of like a just like they just they, they look at each other they're not gonna go run out at eight nine years old and go I, find somebody because oh they no. saw something you know what I'm saying yeah right I mean what what you fear is gonna happen is probably not it's not gonna happen right because of that one thing mm-hmm. just because they say oh oh darn doesn't mean they're gonna be cussing all all their teenagers. Right. I would See, get I a heart you... drop whenever they would say that too, because of how you guys responded to it. I'd be like, Oh, this is a really bad thing. Right. See, I think we fear because it again, it's a slippery slope where you start here, it's gonna end up there. And I think that as parents we have to just kind of whoa, take it when you take a step back and you say, Okay, is this really gonna to lead to a slippery slope, really? I mean, is she mm-hmm. really gonna start cussing if she does say the word darn? I'm not saying I'm advocating for right. that. Because no. I would probably say no, but 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 am I saying that? Be, you know, is the conclusion really going to be what our fears are? Right. That's I think that's what we that's why we keep on going with it. And, and not, that'll stop. Right, and that'll affect the kid because then if you get, if you snap out of fear, 
to their questions, then they're not going to ask questions. That's a tough one there. Right. So, because I didn't for a little while, different questions until like I was 13, 14. You probably almost knew our answer. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, they're going to, yeah, I didn't even have to ask. (laughs) I guess another thing too, so take a step back is one. And I think one is, I think we've gotten a lot better, especially mom over the years, is not just say, say you don't want them to say darn, whatever. Let's just use that example. Take the time to explain why. It's not just no. No, 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 because we, we're afraid. There's a reason. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about what the Bible says about speech. Let's talk about what, uh, you know, what we believe about that. Let's talk about the dangers. See, I think that explanation part, even if they're young, mm-hmm. they, they need to know that. So and they're not... easy. They're easy conversations because they're young. You now, can't when they're older. Them. Right. They're not, when, when they're kids, they're not very super in-depth, like, because they can't understand that yet. So they're going to be very, very simple conversations. But there's certain things I think when they're older, you can circle back. Mm-hmm. You remember, you know, we talked, you know, you don't have to remember everything that happens, but the circle back, say, you know, when you were young, we used to tell you you don't say those words. Well, this is kind of the reason why. Yeah. See, I think ha- taking a step back, realizing the reality, are they really going to be that? Because we fear this. And then also, if if even if it's out of fear, still make that connection. Say, hey, I want to talk about why we say what we say or why, you know, mm-hmm. I think we've done that. You did that well towards the later teenage years. Explain some, or did we? Did we explain? Yeah. We did okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, was, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was thinking of something funny. That well, I'll say I don't care. Say something funny. No, I was, I was thinking of... Is it of, really funny? Or just... Kind of. I just think of... There's a scene in Ratatouille. I don't know. If you guys have seen it, great movie. But there's one scene where um, got the guy, <laughs> like, the, the little rat makes the guy, because he, he controls through the hair... And he was, he, the rat makes the guy kiss the girl. And like, since I watched the movie, it's, it's always been skipped. And so finally, after like a few years for me, we were watched it the other day and I felt uncomfortable watching it because I was like, we skipped this all the time. And now I feel weird watching it. But then like, there's other movies that I've seen that are that like, it's fine. It's just like a. Like a influence thing. It was just kind of. Funny. It's a traumatic experience. It's a traumatic <laughs> experience, is what that was. Yeah, I felt like I shouldn't be. I'm committing a sin or something. But well, I, look, as teenagers, funny. I think our kids deserve explanations. I agree. Um, I think that we as parents don't take that time. We just say no, 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 or you know, we don't take the time to. And you know the other thing too, and we've said this before in different episodes. Kind of admit you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Parents need to say, you know what. Yeah, we kind of messed up there. Um, right. We certain things we really. I think sometimes when we're honest with our kids and just kind of say we messed up in that area. It's important, right? Yep. So you it know, is. I think we went a little overboard there. Because we see you guys as like you know you're always right. You're the parents. You have the say in everything. You guys can do no wrong. So, right. but it, to admit you kind of went overboard provides a little bit of balance, and I think also provides a little bit of vulnerability where. The kids, especially teenagers, I mean, you're 20 now, but if you were, you know, 15, and we'd right. say, we kind of admit that we, you know what, I think we're a little bit too much with you. How much more respect would you have while my parents are like kind of fessing up that yeah. they shouldn't have done it that way? I had, a, I had to deal with that for a while because I was, I was upset about how, so there were things like that when I was younger, younger, of how things were were handled, and not really with dad, but really with mom. So I was, I struggled a lot with how my, 
my upbringing was because you know I'm I work now I'm out in kind of the world and you know you meet different people with different backgrounds and I just felt like like they were just like oh yeah what did you do and I was like oh I was at I was homeschooled I was at home all the time so I had a I had to battle that for I don't know if it was last year or the year before that mm. I think it was last year mm. where I really was like I did not like how I was brought up not because I was just like I'm tired of having to explain to people it also just makes me feel like a little kid but. But then I talked to people that had grown up the way I did and was like, you know, I felt that I had that same battle with myself against my parents on different things. But I have to remember, I remembered that um, they were, they were really doing that because they knew what was best for me. And that was just their way of doing that, even though they may have messed up in certain things. It was, out, it was all out of the best intentions. And so after I thought about that a lot more, I was like, okay, I can, I, I can accept that. <laughs> Hmm. That's very mature on your side too, because right, some kids are just bitter for a long time about their upbringing. Well, it made stuff not very fun at home because I was just grumpy all the time. So I was like, I need. To... It's not fun for everyone, so I need, I needed to fix it because I didn't. I wasn't having fun, and it was just causing conflict here. Yep. So, because I would be like, Holy you would be grudge. pretty angry about that. I was like, Ugh, why did you do this? Why do we have to do it this way? But it, it, and your mom would always, we would always say, we kind of did the best we can with what we had. Right. And, and, and sometimes we did mess up and we went overboard and we went too, we were too strict about certain things. But we didn't know at the time. Right. And well, so that's typical, right. the, that's typical older person, older kid syndrome. I whatever. still say it's still not fair because John and Isabel have like the best life. They get, like, honestly, they get the best parenting. Because I was they get the first the, one. They get the balanced parent. They get the, the balance. balance, which is the best parent. I'm like, parenting. you guys don't know. You guys don't know. Like, not that it was bad, but it's just a different experience. See, parents know this, by the way. The old, they know the older ones are off balance, but they know they balanced out a little bit. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I remind them all the time. I'm like, look, all the stuff that you get to do now is not stuff that I got to do. So just remember that. I think that's typical of every oldest kid. Exactly. It's not time. new. I have a lot of friends who are the oldest and they could say the same thing. So whether their parents will, were strict or not, they all had a weird oldest oldest sibling experience. Hmm. But we turn out the best though, because you guys are you guys are we dealt with the tough... you're go getters, you are you know sharp thinkers. Exactly. Kind of forge ahead. We had to be a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. That's right. All right, so Again, take a step back if your parents say, <clears throat> am I parenting out of fears? Take a step back. The other thing is identify those things. Is it really going to be happening the way you the way you fear it's going to happen? Is that really realistic? Mm-hmm. And go back to your kids and say, hey, you know, I kind of, I'm realizing some things here. Uh, you know, especially as teenage, teenagers, hey, you know, I kind of, the way you were when you were young, I think that maybe we were a little bit too strong or maybe a little bit too strict. You know, this is kind of why. And then... Uh, something we've always talked about on, on, on different episodes is, you know, ask them, hey, what do you think? Um, mm-hmm. You know, we've always, I've always said on, on dates we've gone out on even with our kids, hey, how can I do better? Is there something I need to kind of make some adjustments with? Not that you're going to be doing everything your kids say, but I think as they become teenagers and young adults, uh, I think they have something to say about mm-hmm. kind of even their upbringing. Hey, uh, I kind of wish that you'd be a little bit less this, a little more on that. Um, I think it shows them, you know, that they're, you know, the kids, your kids are humans. 
Mm. So you, you want to give them that respect, not that you're going to do everything they say, because you're, you know, you are the parent, you're responsible, but they have to have a say in certain things. Right. We and have thoughts. Important. We have a heart. We have, we get hurt. We get, you know. Yep. So anyway. All right. Well, thanks for coming, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you'll I'm the I'm up. actually the real guest, because I'm not around. Actually, that's true. Isabel's kind of like the co-host now. Not regularly. Yeah. Hey, sometimes. Hey, we're going to speak again at the uh, homeschool conference that we, next month in July. Yeah, five weeks. Five weeks. Exciting. So we'll put more about that some other time. So. Yep. All right. Thanks, all. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye.